Today's episode of One Shining Podcast is brought to you by Cheez-It. Hey, Hoops fans, do you want to play in a basketball game with some of today's biggest stars with Charles Barkley or Shaq as your coach? Pringles and Cheez-It are bringing you that chance with the Celebrity Crunch Classic, all for the win sweepstakes. All you have to do is go vote for Team Cheez-It or Pringles at CelebrityCrunchClassic.com slash OSP. Visit the site for more details. Pringles versus Cheez-It. Pick a side, stock up, and go for the win. No purchase necessary. We are also brought to you by Midroll. Uh, in order to support our show, we will need the help of some great advertisers. And in order to find these great advertisers, we need to learn a little bit more about you. Who you? Yes, you listening. We want to know more about you. Please go to podsurvey.com slash shining and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you a little better. That way we can show advertisers just how great our listeners are. And if that doesn't tip you to the to the fact that it's the off season, then I don't know what will because we mm-hmm. got to figure out our sponsors for next season. So please go fill out that survey. Thank you to Cheez-It. I hope we can play in that. Yeah, event. that'd be nice. That'd be yeah. nice. I hope that happens. Oh, I, I forgot to mention this. Once you complete the survey uh, at podsurvey.com slash shining, you can choose to enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. They always do. And again, that is podsurvey.com slash shining. Mm. Thank you for your help. Go uh, go, go. take care of that. It is the off-season, Tate. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, uh, there's, it doesn't feel like the off season though. There's a lot of stuff going on there. I could barely keep up. I wanted to exhale as soon as the season ended. We did the Duffies last week, uh, was, if you haven't listened to that, go, we, we split it up into two parts. We hit, we had a couple guests come on. Um, we did that. And I thought, great. I can, I can unbutton my pants a little bit, relax. They're still like, unbuttoned It's like, it's like point, a big, yeah. yeah. It's like a big Thanksgiving dinner. I stuffed my face with basketball and it's like, I'm just going to go lay on the couch mm-hmm. for, I don't know, maybe two weeks and and just lay there and turn the TV on and see what happens. There's a lot of stuff happening, a lot of storylines, a lot of recruiting, a lot of NBA draft decisions, a lot of transferring, coaching changes. It's wild. Commitment videos, yes, all, commitment. All, all sorts of things. Uh, everything is happening in the world of college basketball, despite the fact that, like you said, it is the offseason. So we get a nice exhale. We can have a fun show. And this is the, this is the way too early part of the year. Mm-hmm. This is when everyone in college basketball says, I know that you're not thinking about this right now. The way too early. But this is still my job. Hold and on, you need hold to on. read this. The way too early. One shining podcast. Like this is this is the podcast it's where, where everyone's early. checking their feed. They're like, wait, what? Why is why is OSP popping up in my feed? Uh, it's way too early, folks. Coach Miles is like again. But, these yeah, guys are back. Yeah. They're not done. My goodness. Coach Miles thought when when there's a, a podcast, he it meant one yes. episode of one podcast. Mm-hmm. He was like, this he goes thought, on he every week. The one in one shining podcast yeah. was very literal. Literally. That one. One podcast. It is not. Uh, we are going to break down all these stories that are happening around the world of college basketball. These draft decisions uh, and recruiting decisions and what have you. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna figure out a way to, to get to all of it. But first, Titus is in L.A. Hey, you mentioned it. I am in Los Angeles. Not only am I in Los Angeles, we're burying the lead a little bit. Moses is in Los Angeles. What? The world famous mascot of One Shining Podcast, who once upon a time barked on the podcast, or did he? No, he did not. Moses, did you it. bark? My mom heard it. He's not going to bark. <laughs> um, we have Moses in the studio. I don't know if this is a good idea or not, but uh, the, the hope is that just suddenly he he just loses his mind and starts barking at the door. Eating and then, the wires. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that's what we're hoping for. That, that's the way the podcast ends in the offseason, just Moe's biting through our microphones, and it's uh, over. We, I, I had to drive all the way across the country with him. It was a pain in the ass, made more complicated by the fact that I'm dealing with a sinus infection. And mm-hmm. the only reason I bring that up is because Whoever in Charlottesville gave me the sinus infection and gave me this cold. Oh, this is like the flu of the NCAA tournament. There was rumors that Iona had it first, passed it on to Mm -hmm. Carolina, who passed it on to Auburn. Who was your Iona? There was there was discussion that that Virginia would get this illness, Mm. and then they won the title, and everyone's like, "I guess I guess Virginia didn't get the illness." I'm here to report they did. Uh, I went down to the to the parade that wasn't actually a parade. I did go to Charlottesville. I said I was going to do it, Tate. Uh, I was on this podcast. Sticking my chest out, I didn't think Virginia would actually win. Then they win, and the very first thing we're in the we're in the stadium. All these Virginia fans are coming up to me. I better see your ass in Charlottesville. It was a little threatening, and I was like, <laughs> I guess I'm going to be in Charlottesville. And so I went down to Charlottesville, and uh, 
What a time it was. It was it was a demanding schedule for you because uh, I think you left on a Friday. You flew to Columbus, and then you flew to, flew to, from Columbus to Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. It was so confusing. I didn't even know what the airport. No, I flew were. to to Charlotte and then to Charlottesville because you can't get a direct flight from Columbus to Charlottesville. So that's pure dedication. Yeah. Like you did all you could. And then in a as soon as span. I get there, I as soon as I get to Charlottesville, I get a, a lift, and the driver's name of my lift was Guy, and I just said, "God's plan, baby." It's God's plan. And he said, this is how I make money yeah. for my wedding registry. <laughs> and you're like, how's it going, Kyle? Thanks for coming on the pod. Uh, no, so here's the Charlottesville recap. Um, the people of Virginia, uh, uh, very, very kind people. I had an insane time um, I, on, on grounds. Um, I was calling it, I, I was saying I'm on the grounds. And like people <laughs> at first were very excited that I was calling it the grounds instead of campus. But then by the end of the night, people like started correcting me. They're like, I get that you're trying to help, but you keep saying the grounds. It's just grounds. It's just grounds. It's just grounds, yeah. sir. No, so, the, it's not the Facebook. It's just Facebook. I think I'm I'm like 80% of the way there to where I could convince people I went to UVA. That's after the experience I had. We did we did absolutely everything. Um, a lot of people have asked me, did I streak the lawn? Did I pull my butt cheeks out and and let it breathe and run across the grass? What is it, 46 East Lawn, right? That's yeah, the, I don't know. Yeah. It's just this big grassy area where everyone runs around naked. You and, know that uh, I had to... That's how you got sick, isn't it? Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna confirm or deny whether I did, but um, do you know that I have done that? You've done you, yes. you streaked a lot. So we we were kindred <laughs> spirits. Yeah, but it, it wasn't for fun. There you go. Um, I'll, I'll say this though: if you get a chance, if you're like an alum, this is probably a no brainer. But like, if you're an alum and a, one of your and your team wins a national championship and you don't live <laughs> by campus, go back. That's my advice to you. If you're if if you're I, I don't know. That, that's my advice. It seems like a no-brainer, but like, I don't know, if, if you're in your mid-30s and your team wins a national title, you, you could probably very easily just shrug your shoulders and be like, nah, do I really need to go back for the celebration? Go back for the celebration. You need the Because I didn't go to yeah. Virginia, and I was back for the celebration, and I was like, this is a kick-ass time. This is so awesome. Everyone was so happy. I didn't spend a dime when I was there, um, and I didn't even go to Virginia, so I can't imagine if I was an alum. Do they Who, call them alums, or do they have a different word for that? If they probably do it properly, like yeah. alumnus or whatever they say. Alumnae. Like, yeah, Alumnae. yeah, well, yeah. With they the do, A-E yes, at the end. Yes, with the whole group. Like, proper, <laughs> proper, proper grammar at all times at uh, UVA. Who was the most famous person that was there for UVA? Was it, of course, Mr. Long? Chris oh, Chris Long. Long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to talk to Chris Long, uh, not to not to name So drop, you're the but, second most famous person at the yeah. UVA, right? Dude, that... Uh, oh, I mean, besides on. the players. Besides the players and Tony Bennett and... No, no I mean, but they're part no, of the machine. No, but that's what I'm saying, machine. dude. It is, I'm talking uh, about outside listen, influencers. As my as my mom told me, go where you're loved. And uh, they love me down there. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I, you were on the... Uh, I, I was, was on the bandwagon. I was in for... Las Vegas and someone came up to me in Vegas, a stranger, and pulled out his phone and goes, do you see your boy? <laughs> Yes. And it was you on the Virginia. You were the Virginia hat on and a Virginia uh-huh. shirt on, and you were like basically like reading the uh, whatever the basically the law, the the constitution yeah. of the school of the University of Virginia. And I it thought was you were amazing. saying. I thought you were going to say it was a picture of me at the. There's a bar called the Virginian, which is it's it's a tiny <laughs> ass see, there's bar. There's too many. There's, yeah, <laughs> it's this tiny ass bar that has these tables, and uh, we went in there for a drink at like eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And it's really tight. And there's a bar and then there's a line of tables. And um, if you're not, if you don't have a table, you stand at the bar. But if you're standing at the bar, you're in the way because like there's nowhere to walk. So I'm like, this, that's this, Los Angeles. I go, this bar kind of sucks. And then mm-hmm. everyone I was with was like, you got to come back later because what happens is everyone just stands on the tables. And I was like, what the fuck? And so we leave. We come back at like 1 a.m. Sure enough, everyone's standing on the table singing like the, all the white songs. Like you got Wagon Wheel and God Bless the <laughs> USA. <laughs> Wagon it's the whole thing, yeah, yeah. So I, I got up there. We had it was, it was a good time, man. So I, I just want to thank everyone in Charlottesville. Uh, I went to one of the dorms on the lawn. Um, some guy invited me over oh, there. Man. And then we were popping well, that, champagne. That was a good start, and then a dude, bad turn, dude. Someone th- that's a thing though. It's like the the these are like fa- I don't know. Maybe I was lied to. They said it's like a cool. <laughs> they're like this is this is these Did are the you, dorms that Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> Did what? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't what? finish that one. Yeah. Then he went back to singing Wagon Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, anyway, I had, a, I had a great time. Thank you so much to everybody. And and I say, uh, yeah, if you can go to a celebration, take go to celebration. I don't know if you'll ever get the chance if Carolina will ever win one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's just, it. That, just that, two years ago. <laughs> that is that is my. St- it's been a while. A little bit of a slump. <laughs> yeah. It's been a downtime. Uh, speaking of celebrations, can we can we mention the guys who were celebrating? Yeah. Because at the time that you were there. There was a there was all this hope in the world or in the UVA world at least that yeah. the, the big three the three headed monster of Ty Jerome DeAndre Hunter and Kyle Guy 
for for whatever reason, they were all going to look at Tony Bennett and say, I can't leave this man. Right. I need to be with this man. Mm-hmm. I need to play for the Wahoos and come back. And there was this whole Instagram thing where Ty Jerome had responded and was like, I'm doing what you do, bro. And DeAndre responded mm-hmm. like year four. Let's run it back. Do it. Run, run it, it back. back. Let's huh? do it. Let's make it happen. Kyle Guy. Baby bro, run it back, baby. <laughs> and we should put out, you know, so that's all happening. Everyone's getting excited because they're like, if Ty and I will say, DeAndre uh, come back. At the celebration, all the Virginia fans thought they were all coming. Like, yes, because every everyone feels. I was that just way. smiling. They're like, "What do you What do you think? Are they coming back?" And I would just smile. I was like, "I'm not going to say anything because I can't lie to you, and I'm also not going to break your heart." But but none yeah. of, none of the guys actually. I just want to ask you, none of the guys at the ceremony itself, and I don't even understand. They were at the football field, right? Is that the football field? It was the most. Uh, someone told me that was the most fans they got in the football stadium in ten years. Uh, so that was pretty awesome. Shout out Mike London. Yeah. Maybe he brought yeah. those guys <laughs> there that one time. Uh, did they say, did anyone say, like, I am coming back? Because No, it, they tried to get Ty, yes. the guy running the show tried to get Ty Jerome to address it. <laughs> Ty is definitely and not going to say like, it. Ty was like, I'm not about that. Because uh, <laughs> everyone else, I mean, I mean, Hunter is boring, right? And yes. then Kyle Guy is like, could go either way. He, he was great on our show, but, you know, he's, he's he, he, can, he can be pretty boring. He's, he certainly was not going to say it. If there was any one guy who could have slipped up, it would have been Ty. But then Ty is in that mode of like, no, nah, I'm not about that right now. So... He he did ask him, and then Ty was just like, because because he, he goes, what do you what do you want people to remember your legacy at Virginia like? And I think that the bait was like, my legacy's not over. I'm back next year or something like like that's what I think he was hoping to say. And then Ty was like, I was I mean, a good we did it. Yeah, I'm we glad, did it. I'm glad we did it. I, <laughs> I worked uh, hard. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to be in the league. Been in, yeah. been enjoying this net series <laughs> yeah. with Joe Harris, trying to idle my game after his. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, yeah, because I was there in 05 when Sean May uh, was at the ceremony when Carolina won, and he said to the entire Dean Dome crowd, "We're not done yet. I'm coming back." Ooh! And the crowd goes crazy. Uh-huh. I'm like 12 years old. I'm going crazy, and I'm like, Sean May's coming back. 06. That's us. Back to back. And I always feel like that's a tough thing to do because it kind of lingers in the, like people still remember that as kind of like, a, but you said, and then you obviously got picked 13th in the draft and you should have never come back anyway. But I'm glad they didn't say the anything move, like that. The move is always to say, I haven't even thought about it. Mm-hmm. I think that's the move is mm-hmm. if you're one of those players, you're just like, honestly, I was so focused on winning the national championship. I didn't even, is there an, is there another, is there a professional <laughs> league? There's like another level I could go, ah, oh, interesting. Never gave it any thought. I guess I'll have to I'll have to sit down with my family and make that decision. Or you can do the Kyle Guy, which is everyone is thinking, Kyle Guy's definitely going to come back. Why would he not come back? Kyle Guy loves us. He wants to come back, and he's like, guys, thought long and hard about this. I got to go to the NBA. I got I to gotta do this wedding thing. Uh-huh. I got to like make some money for my family. And everyone's like, he's just testing the waters. He's tested, yeah. He, he's not going to go. Surely he's not. He's just, he just testing yeah. the waters. And then Kyle Guy does our way too early number 10 offseason storyline, the Kyle Guy double goodbye. Mm-hmm. He has to. He has to declare twice. Yes. Yes. And this inspired Raleigh Hawkins and Alonzo Trier and DeAndre. And they they declared again this year <laughs> after Kyle Guy. They're like, how dare you keep declaring? That's our that's our bit. We're gonna declare for the twelfth time. Um, yeah. It was kind of disrespectful to be honest that all the Virginia fans are like. That's why he had to do it again. Yeah, it's the yeah. double tap. Yeah. I mean, this is, we're in Zombie Land rules at this point. He's like, I'm letting you guys know I think, that I am going to go. I, I'm telling you, these people were so optimistic and and. I feel bad for him, but at the same time, you won the national title. They, they, they just like, no. the thing is, the Virginia fans, and I, I include myself in this, I think I count. <laughs> I, I flew down there. I bought the gear. Uh, I was at the, the parade. I'm not going to lie. That wasn't a you, parade. You did the double tap. When you I had the hat the double, and the shirt, I was like, my goodness. I spent $100 on merch. Like I spent like a grand on this fucking trip. I, I was really waiting for you to call me and say, hey, man, uh, I think I'm going to do the pot out of Charlottesville next season. Yeah. Really, I really think Moe's would like it down here. A lot of green grass, a lot of nice people. Go where you love, man. Some weird Tom Jefferson I, stories, dude, but I'm getting over those. Every every bar I went into, within 10 <laughs> minutes of me being there, they played God's Plan. I'm not even kidding. Oh, that's amazing. I would go in, and then someone in the group would be like, I'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start playing God's plan and then like everyone would look and point at me and like people are shoving their their camera their phones in my face I'm like dude this is this is a wild scene um, if Drake was smart you know in the, in the world of the Drake curse I don't know if you've kept up with this I have but kept up since with the offseason Drake has been going to every game and that team that he is pulling for it loses and this has been going on for a long time but if you're Drake why not go after the win right. why not go to Virginia and say God's plan's the anthem. Yes. I am Drake. I made God's I'm Drake. plan. Yes. And now I'm celebrating with the champions. Like why, That's a why great risk move. it? 
Yeah. Why? Like, that's the ultimate bandwagon jumping is wait for it to be over. Yes. <laughs> go be a champion when they're champions. Just go to t- he tried to do that with Alabama. He's like, Alabama's got to win again, right? They're not going to lose to Clemson. Just wait till the game's played. Smack. That's that's genius. Yes. Um, but no, all the, all the, all the Virginia fans, uh, the, the thing was this. You, you've convinced yourself that Virginia basketball is a different culture. It's a different breed. It's different. All these other schools at at Kentucky, guys, they're just there to go pro. They don't care about Kentucky. At Duke, they don't really care about Duke. They're just there to go pro. Here at Virginia, our guys care. They want to be on grounds. They want to be fourth years on grounds. Um, so you, you convince yourself of this, and and they they start to get to know Hunter and 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 Ty Ball game and and Kyle Guy, and you get to know these guys. You're watching their careers progress, and you convince yourself that there's nothing in these guys' lives that matters more than playing at Virginia. And as it turns out, there is. And millions that's, that's a tough and pill to millions swallow. Yes. of dollars. As it turns out, being rich as shit is more important. Um, and, but, but that, that, so that's, that's why I think they were optimistic. And then I, I did say a couple times, like I was kind of pouring gasoline on the fire a few different times where I said, you know, if they do come back, I don't know what they're going to do, but if they do come back, you guys might go undefeated because the ACC is going to be very interesting just to – like at the time, Duke was not that good. We'll get to that in a second. It might be Duke's year next year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, like Duke was Carolina's not going to be as good as they were last year. Probably. Hey, wait a second. Wait, wait a hold second. On. Hold on. Something uh, happened. Duke's not going to be as good as they were next year. Wait, maybe. Uh, so like the idea of all these guys coming back and just pulling the 07 Florida and just wrecking shit all season um, would have been pretty awesome. But they're all gone. So. That's and they okay. were all thinking to themselves, man, it was really hard to win a Nash championship. And then if you go out not winning a Nash championship, it's just not as fun. So congratulations to Kyle Guy, double goodbye. All three are gone, the three-headed monster. They all leave. The Cerberus of the Cavaliers, finally going to go. Uh, and let's get to our next off-season storyline. Do you have one? Are you ready? Do you want me to pick one? Yes, I want you to pick one. I can just pick any storyline that Any storyline. Well, it would be number nine. We'll make it work. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I want to talk about this now, but it's also like higher on my list. Okay. So. Whatever. Who cares about the rankings? Why don't we just give it a number? Just and go, then we'll, yeah. give it, we'll do it this in This one's number three. Okay, perfect. <laughs> we did number 10. Here's number three. Perfect. Uh, can we talk about the St. John's coaching search? Yes. Chris Mullins, goodbye. Just how... Not a, I want to I pair it with the UCLA coaching search. Yes. And that the two biggest basketball programs in the two... The, the flagship basketball programs in the two biggest cities in this country, the coaching searches were absolute disasters and nobody wants to go there. And I'm Blame not sure what the yeah yeah I'm not sure what the what the takeaway here is, but like, why didn't no one wants to go coach St. John's in New York City? No one wants to go coach UCLA in Los Angeles. Um, what does this mean? What, what what what's the takeaway with this? It means it's a major headache, and I don't feel like dealing with that. That's what yeah. everyone's saying. I mean, basically, Chris Bullen, We said at the start of the year he was going into the fifth year of his five year deal. Mm-hmm. And he had a pretty solid team. Everything was set up. Ponds. They had these big moments throughout the year, but. Ultimately, in the end, he still couldn't get over the hump where we're nationally relevant the entire time. Where he's like, Chris Mullen. Yeah, he's like, like we should care. He's, he's like, like, I have to actually coach. Exactly. Like, and I, I don't really want to do that. I got to go talk to these high school kids. I, I got to talk to AAU I show coaches. Up, I want to just wear like a tracksuit and just dap people up and be yeah, like, I'm and Chris drink Mullen. this coffee and yeah. eat this bagel. That's it. That's all I want to do. It's like the do. Magic Johnson. Everyone was so shocked when Magic yeah. Johnson was like, I just want to go back to being yeah. Patrick Johnson. I don't Johnson. want to work. I don't want to work. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're I making me work. Be, I want to be Chris Mullen. Like I just want to have played basketball yes. and now do whatever I want, yes. and people leave me alone. And I think that's what I say to Bill every single day, dude, around this office. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I just want to walk around and be Titus, dude. I just want to be the guy that like knows Greg Oden hey. and just like <laughs> you like the Fonz. That's what Chris Mullen you're wants to be. Making the me Fonz work around for New York. Yeah. yeah, and he lost that when you're the coach because then people blame you for losing. Right and. Lombardi used to always say that was like you never want to be a remember win school like Notre Dame recruiting it's so tough mm-hmm. unless you know you can figure out a way to you know drop the bag mm. but otherwise it's it's tough to say remember when or, or, Lou Holtz was here or apply some Catholic guilt and like just recruit all the Catholic yeah. kids and just guilt them into to to come to South Bend exactly um, so St John's ends up hiring Mike Anderson I don't think it's a horrible hire I think a lot of people when when Mike Anderson was the guy lost their minds initially because. Uh, the the thought was if you're who's Mike Anderson? Yeah, right. Uh, the thought, I mean, he's he's not the greatest. Though I I saw some Arkansas fans don't love him. The the funniest thing I saw, which is probably like a, a joke that's been beaten into the ground, but it was the first time I saw it, is they <laughs> called it a Mike Anderson style of basketball is forty minutes of what the hell. <laughs> <laughs> but one instead word, of, uh, what the hell? Instead of forty minutes of of, of hell, we yeah. get it. Um, 
I don't think I, I think Mike Anderson's fine. I think it's a good hire for St. John's. I think it all like if Mike Anderson was the very first guy they asked and he took the job, I don't think anyone really would have flinched at it because St. John's is not St. John's is not getting Brad Stevens or Billy Donovan like every other school is when when their coaching surges come up. Uh, it was more that you you drug this out for so long. And I think the, th- the thought process is, for some reason, I don't know, I, I, I fall victim to this too, but I think fans think the longer a process drags on... The more people are saying no. Yeah, but like somehow you convince yourself that that means, well, they better hit a home run eventually. When really it's like, no, that's not how this is going to work. You're going to scrape the bottom. I don't know. Because I, 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 I thought that too, of like the longer it drags on, maybe they're going to find that home run guy. Maybe like something will open up and somebody will... But it never, ever works that way. It's the exact opposite, in fact. it's You get to your 45th candidate for a reason. We call that the Mick Cronin. Yeah, the Mick Cronin. That's what I'm saying, dude. This is Mick Cronin, I mean, the guy got hired before the season in, but we really haven't talked about it. I mean, I said I kind of had some quick thoughts in the Duffies, but I can't believe Mick. That, that is more Number shocking nine, to me. Number off-season storyline, yes. Mick Cronin, okay, UCLA. And Mick Cronin uh, is a guy that we both know. Uh, he likes to play slow. He likes to be tough. He likes for his team to have some grit, and he doesn't take any. Mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm. That's not good for UCLA is, basketball, and especially UCLA th- basketball. The the current uh, crop of UCLA basketball players that go into UCLA for the most part, like a guy like Moses Brown. We were looking up before. We we're like, did Moses Brown declare? And speaking of Moses walking around here, yeah, he's like, why are you guys talking about me? Moses Brown said, you know. I don't necessarily have to put it public that I'm putting my name in the draft, even though the deadline is April 21st. No one even knows if he Wait, put what, his name what's in. What's today? The, 20th, oh, the 23rd. Okay. So it's already happened. That was Sunday night. He should have had to put his name in if he wanted to go to the NBA draft. Nobody knows. He didn't say anything publicly. All we know is that he's like, I'm not playing for Mick Cronin. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not going back to UCLA. That was his announcement. That was his actual <laughs> announcement. Yeah. <laughs> said, I'm going to figure out something else. If they're not going to draft me in the NBA, I'm definitely not going to play for Mick Cronin. So that is uh, the situation that UCLA is in. We also know that UCLA has a lot of. You know, Sierra Canyon, a school that Cassius Stanley's mm-hmm. at. Usually you would funnel these L.A. guys to, I don't know, the premier basketball program of L.A. and UCLA. That's not happening anymore. Right. So now Mick Cronin's going to take, I guess, lower-tiered guys, three stars, tough guys, bring them to UCLA and try to play a physical style in the Pac-12. And that sounds... Good luck. Not like Hollywood. I Yeah, I... I, I... I, I, I'm scared to say any. I'm scared to to put my neck out there because uh, I think I Godfrey could have got the job without yeah. the bad publicity. I'm not going to say Mick Cronin is going to be a disaster. I'm not going to say they're not going to win games. I, I just continue every day. I wake up and I, I I'm looking on Twitter and like so a tweet is comes from the UCLA basketball account and there's Mick Cronin's face somehow incorporated <laughs> in this. I'm just like what. That is more. That is that is more of a of, of evidence that we're living in a simulation. Than Virginia winning the title to me, like that is more shocking. If you would have told me last year, what would be more shocking, Virginia winning the national championship or Mick Cronin becoming the head coach at UCLA, I would one million percent have said Mick Cronin at UCLA. It makes no sense. It'll never make sense, ever. Like I talked myself into <laughs> Alford eventually. Like Alford didn't really make a ton of sense at the time, but then, like, but then I don't know, get, it could work. Yeah, maybe. I don't you, know. You start it's saying, well, Alford's been a good coach. He's got the Indiana background. They're going to try to recruit Indiana guys out to California. I feel like. I hope Mick Cronin wins bad. For his sake, I hope he wins because that's literally the only way people are going to like him. That's it out here. There, there's no way that anybody is going to if they, if they go 22 and 13 and make a Sweet 16, he's going to get fucking roasted. His only hope is to go to the Final Four, and even that got Ben Hallen fired. <laughs> but what? So, yeah, there, there, I mean, good luck, Mick. Yeah, there is no upside. But if you're him, you're like, no one else is going to give me that big of a contract. That that was yeah. the, sort of the shocking part. They still had to pay him a lot of money. Well, what does this mean for Cincinnati basketball, the whole city that you had? That that's what hurts me is as an Ohio guy, I have you have Chris Mack and Mick Cronin at their alma maters. They both hate each other. It, it was great for the rivalry. It was great for just every everything about that situation in Cincinnati. Um, and then they both leave for the bigger contract. I mean, of course they do because it's more money. But like, what does that say about the state of Cincinnati and Xavier and that rivalry and that situation there? What does it say about hmm. the state of college basketball that? Mm-hmm. You yeah. can be bought. <laughs> you can be bought. <laughs> we can all be bought. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll hit some of these others. So we got to start talking about some of these players. Uh, I, I, we've been bearing the lead. I know what you really want to talk about. We'll, st- we'll hit that after the break. Guys, we know it can be a little frustrating, especially if you're in a hurry or running late to find yourself at a railway crossing waiting for a train. And if the signals are going and the train's not even there yet, you can feel a bit tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Well, don't. Ever. Trains are often going a lot faster than you expect them to be. 
and they can't stop. If you haven't seen the movie Unstoppable with Denzel Washington, you should go see it. Even if the engineer hits the brakes right away, it can take a train over a mile to stop. By that time, what used to be your car is just a crushed hunk of metal of what used to be. And well, better not to think about that. The point is you can't know how quickly the train will arrive. The train can't stop even if it sees you. The result is disaster. If the signals are on, the train is on its way and you just need to remember one thing. Stop. S-T-O-P. Because trains can't. All right, Tay, let's get into it. Uh, The big news today, this morning, we're recording this on Tuesday morning. Um, This is my number one storyline. This is your number one storyline, but I just want to get to it. Yeah, we'll we'll sign, as you said, we'll jump around with the numbers. Cole Anthony commits to North Carolina um, in a a decision that is not shocking in the sense that a lot of people saw this coming, but is shocking in the sense that Cole Anthony's pretty good and Roy Williams doesn't like to recruit good players. So... uh, (laughs) Is there some tomfoolery going on here? We have we have some theories in the ether. Uh, a certain troll that you that you know of was texting me his theories. What, what was his theory? His theories are that uh, that first of all, Greg Anthony and Michael Jordan hate each other. Uh, Greg Anthony has always hated Jordan when they played against each other. They had the personal rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting that he would his son would then choose North Carolina. So his theory was like. I don't know, maybe Greg Anthony and Rasheed Wallace go golfing a lot. And uh, <laughs> Greg Anthony, and they, they bet, oh. and they bet, and Rasheed Wallace, uh, a very prominent North Carolina booster, um, he, let's just say the he... The Jordan High School basketball coach. Let's just say he lets, uh, uh, every so often he, he accidentally misses a putt. And then he's like, ah, oh, damn, Greg, I guess I owe you 10 grand now. And then slips a little slips a little money to Greg Anthony, and that just kept happening over and over. And before you know it, suddenly Cole Anthony was like, "I think I want to go to North Carolina." Because how else does it make sense, Tate? Why would a good basketball player want to play for the Tar Heels? Explain it. That's the most <laughs> <laughs> that's the most ludicrous thing I've ever been a part of. Uh, number one, Michael Jordan is never around the program. So if he if Greg Anthony's worried about seeing Michael Jordan, uh, that's once every five years. So that'll be you know that'll be what it is. Cole, so he'll see Cole's red shirt senior year. He'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Cole Anthony, uh, he was deemed by Evan Daniels, the guy that was do. You know, Evan Daniels is always right with the crystal ball. If he does the crystal ball and says you're going to go here, you're going to go there. Matthew Hurt is going to go to Duke. Matthew mm-hmm. Hurt goes to Duke. Cole Anthony, it's been for months. He's going to go to Carolina. Everyone is sitting on pins and needles because every time that anyone would tweet anything North Carolina about Cole Anthony, Greg Anthony would quote tweet it and put really question mark. <laughs> So the whole time I'm just I'm I'm setting myself up because I used to you know I I like that UNLV team I like what they did to Duke in the past and I always mm-hmm. liked LJ Greg Anthony all all those guys I was you know big fan of them but to a certain extent you know what I mean because of the Greg Anthony Michael oh Jordan are you thing. saying that's the angle is that Greg Anthony hated Duke for that and so he, he funneled his son to Carolina for okay well that's the only way that I'm th- and Hubert Davis and Greg Anthony are good friend Hubert Davis okay. is the one that's primarily How good of friends. Good I'll friends. go to friends. Pretty good friends. Okay. Pretty good friends. So Oak Hill, the school. Like that, borrow, borrow. Yeah, sure, Greg. Borrow my duffel bag that I keep in my closet over there. The good news get, about yeah. second generation guys, and this is what James Michael McAdoo always said to me, is like schools will come to you and offer you things. You know, he's his yeah. nephew of Bob McAdoo. They'll offer you things, but like I have a good family and mm. we're set up. So we're almost offended That's what by that. I'll say too. I love that. I always love that. Anytime, anytime you come from a little bit of money, anytime any recruit comes from a little bit of money, it's always like he doesn't need the money. As though like once you make a certain <laughs> level of money, you no longer want money. No, of like course. If, if you have I'm a million good. dollars, I'm you're good. like, I'm good. Why would I need well, another hundred grand? Greg Anthony's <laughs> like, I'm doing well. Look at me on TNT. I don't need this money. I'm rich, son. I'm rich. But Cole Anthony is at Oak Hill. Oak Hill has had a very maligned relationship with North Carolina uh-huh. since Ty Lawson came to North Carolina because they basically switched from the Ty Lawson camp, Kevin Durant years, to say, we're a Duke school. We're funneling guys to Duke. Mm. So it goes from like Ty and Nolan Smith, then Nolan Smith goes to Duke, and then we go through this whole thing. Harry Giles was there. And once Harry went to Oak Hill, everyone was like, oh, Harry's going to go to Duke. So for Cole Anthony to be a, to be at Oak Hill, I'm saying to myself the whole time, there's no way he's probably going to come to Carolina. This is all a Fugazi. This is all a farce. There's no way. I can't believe this. The, the top three player in the class is a point guard. I think it was Brandon Jennings, Kyrie Irving, Cole Anthony. Those are the three point guards mm. that are top three in their class. That doesn't usually go to North Carolina in this era of basketball. Mm-hmm. But when Kobe White leaves, 
It opens the door. There's a little bit more of, you know, I'm hearing more good things. Cole's really good friends with Baycott, Armando Baycott, who's also coming to North Carolina, five-star guy. They're close. They like playing with each other. He's MVP of McDonald's game, MVP of the Jordan game, feeding the ball to Baycott the whole time. And I'm getting a little Harrison Barnes, Kendall Marshall situation going on here where I'm like, oh, these guys like playing with each other. Mm-hmm. There's something there's something in it. there's something going on. We'll see what happens. Oregon's like inviting him up to Portland. You know, they're giving him everything at Nike. They're like, we'll name a building after you. We'll make you a shoe. <laughs> but nothing's nothing's a written contract, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're just saying this and Cole's smart enough to know like I don't think that it works like that, you know. LeBron doesn't even have a building yet. <laughs> um so all that's happening. And then Cole announces how he's going to do the announcement, which is my favorite thing. It's an announcement to the announcement. He says, "I'm going to go and get up Red flag. I'm going to tell Jay Williams, red flag. And I'm saying to myself, there is no way this kid is going to go on national television, son of Greg Anthony, with Jason Williams, mm-hmm. guard of Duke, on Get Up, guard of the, the ESPN, is, which is Duke's network. I love that how much you're leaning into the Game of Thrones stuff at the rear. <laughs> of House Duke. <laughs> of House Duke. <laughs> guard of House Duke. And he's going to say, I want to play for Roy Williams at the wow. University of North Carolina. And so I set my alarm today for 5.45. And I'm like... Did you really? Yeah. And I'm like, I want to see what this kid's going to do. And I just know... I had a horrible weekend. Lots of bad things were happening. It was like every... I lost a house I wanted to get, what you knew about. I had like this party where I had people I didn't necessarily want to be at this party that were there. And, you <laughs> no know... Invite. Yeah. Yeah. Just, Congrats just, on the party. No, no, no. It was yeah, someone else's was party. Really but it, yeah, f*** you guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's cute, guys. I'm going home. Uh... So all this is going on. So I'm, I'm waiting for number three. And we're waiting for domino number three. But Cole Anthony comes through and he says, I'm going to play for North Carolina. I want to play for Roy Williams. I want to be that guy. And it's a new era. It's a new day. It's darkest before the dawn. Here's and my Cole question. Anthony is now the Zion Williamson He's of 2019-2020. And if he is not covered as if he is, <laughs> then I will have some qualms. And that is my final thought, sir. He's not. Okay. I was about to say he's not. Good day, either. sir. <laughs> I was about to say he's not even the number one recruit, but Zion, never forget, Zion was not the number one recruit in the country. He was last number year. three. Guess who number three is? Cole Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Cole World. It Can't all checks wait. out. Uh, so here's, here's the question I think most of America has in light of this announcement Is Cole Anthony good, even? Yes. What, what, give us the scouting report. Evan Daniels called him, quote unquote, to quote Bill Simmons, to also quote every other person in basketball. He's an alpha dog. Oh, okay. Fran Fischilla says he sees the floor beyond his I wanna, years. I want to, I want one of these Rick scout Pitino guys. Rick Pitino says yeah. that he is Jason Kidd with a great jump shot. I want to see one of these guys call a recruit a beta bitch and just be like, <laughs> great player. It was Cam Reddish. They just used different words for it. Yeah, they just came out and used different words for it. He's um, fine to be the number two yeah, guy. He's fine to be the number. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, congratulations, uh, North Carolina. What, what what was your guy tweeted today? He said, uh, um, your guy Brian said. Uh, oh, Brian uh, Ives, yes. He said that this is the first time since like 2012 that the best player, the best recruit in the ACC is not going to Duke. So, yeah. And Duke's still going to have the number one recruit. Well, let's class. move on to that. Yes. Because that's my point I want to talk about. So this is number seven. I don't want to talk about Duke-specific recruits. Uh because I don't know, I, I pride myself on not knowing anything about these guys. I my heart belongs to Nico Mannion. That's the only recruit <laughs> I care about coming in the, in the Ohio State guys. But uh, how of the national is Brian guys, Scalabrini Nico, that yeah. Nico Mannion's going to take the Red Mamba away from him? That's my heart belongs hurt. of the of the top tier guys. My heart belongs to Nico Mannion and only <laughs> Nico Mannion. So I I don't know anything about these guys, and I pride myself on that. Um, I'm going to call him but Scott saw, Tennerman the whole time. So they got, so Duke this past week got Matthew Hurt. That's the white kid from Minnesota, right? That Roy was up recruiting when we were up there in January. For the, during the, Roy Williams went up during the polar vortex to go recruit mm-hmm. this young man. Yeah. And he went to Duke. And he lost. Yeah. And if that doesn't make me hate yeah. you, I don't know what will. I don't know what will. Uh, and then um, um, this kid, Cassius Stanley. That's right. the one I really want to talk about. I don't care about like what this means for Duke next season. I don't care about anything. I want to talk about his announcement video where okay. he leans heavily into the I'm named Cassius thing, showing Muhammad Ali clips. First off, we should say Cassius Stanley's father, Jerome Stanley, is an agent. Really? 
Yes, I didn't know this. So this is all. This is all. You know, the this, work of this is of, all the work of a, a yeah. machine. This is all made into something, and that actually makes me feel better because I thought I. Th- th- no, that was the point. Yeah, yeah, it was like he has like people behind him to help set this stuff up, and he goes to Sierra Canyon, which is where Marvin Bagley went out in Los Angeles. Uh, but last summer, he had cut his list down to three schools or four schools. Uh-huh. Uh, Offer got fired, so he took UCLA out. Duke wasn't even in the mix. He said he threw Duke in just to have an even three. And then somehow he's going to Duke. Mm. Drop that bag. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it makes me feel better that it was his agent. I thought it was I thought, his dad. Or his, or his, that's what I mean. His dad was his agent. <laughs> his, 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 his agent. It makes me feel better that his dad is an agent because I thought I thought this whole product. If you haven't seen the video, just go on Twitter and search Cash. I think it's, I think they posted on YouTube. That's another funny thing is they had like multiple streams yes. of. Uh, and then Duke had their own separate video with him where they yeah. shot with him on campus a couple weeks um, ago. Go watch the video; it's hysterical. It's it's the most overproduced thing I've ever seen in my life. But uh, the reason the reason I, I I thought I was worried is I thought like his uncle was like this is what you have to do we, we you have to have a brand like his it, I just thought that that was how it worked and then um and and then his his uncle basically like dropped like forty grand to make this video and and that would have that as I watched it that was what was going through my head I was like oh no what the hell happened here like some somebody's family member got him. But that makes the most sense. That was just the the agent, the machine of the agency. It's also the most Los Angeles thing you could ever do. You know what I mean? And if you're a UCLA fan and you're used to, or you expect guys from these AAU programs and high schools around here to come to UCLA, yeah, they don't want to play for Mick Cronin. Like Cassius Stanley was a guy that they thought he's 20 years old. He's an older guy. LeBron's son. Uh, this is the whole thing. <laughs> LeBron when, when Bronny Junior. When Bronny Junior. commits, it, it's going to be a, it's yes. going to be Space Jam three. And yeah. it's going to be at the very maybe that's what Space Jam Two is. <laughs> the very end of Space Jam Two is Le, LeBron Junior making his decision. <laughs> have you have you heard? And you have to watch an hour and a half of a a, a full length uh, major motion picture, and then at the very end, Bronny Junior comes out and, like does the the Cam Newton Superman chess thing and, and with the guy his, from Smallfoot. Yeah. It's like the that character, whatever yeah. his name was, and then they do it. Uh, you've heard you've heard the bad stuff about Space Jam Two, right? That no one wants to be in it. Yeah, well, well a lot of no's. That, oh, so the three the, the UCLA, the three St. John's pa- coaches search <laughs> in Space Jam. Cronin's like, I'll do it. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> My only hope is that J.R. Smith is in the is in the movie yeah. somehow. It, apparently, it's come out that LeBron James now it will be a movie about his family. Dude, I got the move instead I, of his friends. Oh, really? Oh, wow. So I got the move. This could actually happen. J.R. Smith is in the movie, but he's the only human that becomes a cartoon. Like they do the big transformation, and like some guys become the monsters, some mm-hmm. guys become like. Maybe some of the souls get like maybe this in this movie the Looney Tunes can take the talent of other players. Mm-hmm. So like Bugs gets to become and he and but he but he still looks like Bugs Bunny. J.R. Smith goes through that whole transformation and the thing happens and then J.R. Smith is just cartoon J.R. Smith and then that's the whole movie. He's one of the he's one of the Looney, Looney Tunes. He could become Daffy Duck. Yeah, that's he's, what I was thinking Daffy. He's J.R. Smith <laughs> with like an orange orange bill. <laughs> he's like a way more apathetic Daffy. Yeah. <laughs> He like doesn't want to play. Yeah. He doesn't want to talk to bugs. <laughs> His eyes are very red. Oh man! So uh, Cassius, that that makes me feel better. Call us, I, I was gonna, we're, I done, was, we're done to brainstorm. I was going to really make fun. Of, maybe I should make fun of Cassius Stanley more for the video. I mean, I don't want to. He hasn't even stepped foot on a couch. Well, he's an older we guy. Gotta, you can make come. fun of. He's Is not he really? an, Yeah, he's twenty years old. Wait, what? Yeah. What? It's Why? LA, man. How? It's a stage name. It's a whole thing. Nobody is who they are out here. You don't know. You know that. You just get out here. Get used to it. Oh, he's like he's doing. That's the casting. His name thing. is probably Mike Davis. That's like Zach Morris is like twenty six <laughs> playing a high schooler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Laguna Beach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. They're like these guys are just in high school. <laughs> that oh guy looks twenty eight. Oh my god. Yeah, he's an well, older guy. But you, well, he's, he's a five star though. If you haven't watched the video, go watch the video though. It's it's uh it's, it's as if else, Cassius Clay. Was... Are we worried? Can can I can we be old guys for a second? Are we worried that this is a trend? That this is going to happen? It I is could, a trend. I mean, not like that produ- not that produced. It's well, not. that's what I'm saying. This is Los Angeles. This... I know. So I'm saying, are guys going to see that and then be like, well, I got to do that because it, it makes sense for a guy from LA. I'm saying, is some guy from Des Moines, Iowa, going to see that and be like, all right, mom, dad, I need fifty grand. We're going to pay this company to to make this video for me so I can announce my decision. I I hope not. I hope not. Probably I, not I from just, Des Moines, but I just like two years ago. Finally, Atlanta, Atlanna, definitely. It I could s- happen in Atlanta. I finally stopped shaking Miami. my fist at the clouds uh, two years ago about press conferences. I even think press conferences are too much. But like, let the kids do whatever they want to do. But uh, I don't know. It's just back in my day, you just you just uh, just put a hat on. You just you inform the school you're going to. 
And then word got out through the media. It just leaked. And that was it. And that was all that happened. You didn't you didn't have a big I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, tape. Let's what make a video do? of you announcing that you're gonna go to UVA for an honorary degree. The, there we go. Now we're thinking. Uh all right, what else we gotta talk about? All right, that was What's number seven on the list. Number uh the next one I have on my list, uh Kansas. Time to talk about Kansas. As a bouquet. Going back to Kansas. As a back A. As a back. And uh, also DeSosa, DeSousa, uh, is filing an appeal uh, with the NCAA. And they're trying to get both of them back. So Kansas, they're running it back. But DeSosa, like, declared for the draft. Yes, but he's still they, coming back. Because he's banned he's from NCAA the, basketball. That's right. But now they're filing an appeal. But if, if, if he can come back, then he'll come back. Then he'll come back. Nice. So we could get, possibly in Lawrence, Kansas, Bill Self can have two guys he's familiar with come back. And then... Oh, is Bill Self going to be there or is he going to coach the Bulls? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be there. He'll be there. Um, yeah, Kansas. Can I? I I have not kept tabs on. Uh, how many did all the, the did like Dotson go pro? Grimes declared. Right. Grimes declared. I think Dotson is coming back. Dotson's coming back. Yes. Um. Okay. LeGerald Vic is not gotta, coming back. LeGerald Vic is gone. Yes. Uh. All right. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta sort out the Kansas thing. Kansas will probably be good next year. They'll probably be They'll good. They'll figure it they, out. It was a disaster this year, though. And, and they're going to dip their toes in the transfer yeah. market and try to figure it out. But there just having Azabuke back is enough for them to have a real legitimate post player. So congratulations, it's, Kansas. It's Azabuke and Cassius Winston. Those are the the two guys that, like, are, if, if you played, if you averaged more than seven points a game, you declared for the NBA draft this year. And and the reason why, we should, we should inform the people that don't pay attention. Uh, the NCAA changed the rule. You can now hire an agent. Uh, great news for Cassius Stanley, who has already <laughs> hired an agent. Uh, you can hire an agent. You can go through the draft process, and then you can pull your name out, and you can still come back to school. That's the first time that you've ever been able to do that. It used to be if you hire an agent, you're definitely gone. But now, but that's why Kyle Guy had to come out with another announcement because it was like, I'm going pro. I'm hiring an agent. Everyone's like, okay, They're like yeah, he'll be he back. Can, he, he can do that. He'll now. be back. He's like, guys, I'm serious. <laughs> guys, <laughs> I really mean it. Um, so yeah. Uh, Cassius Winston and Azubuke are like the two guys are like, nah, we're back. We don't need to go through It's good for thing. college basketball. It's good for those two programs because, again, we need a... There's got to be a change at the top. The Big Ten, the Big 12, guy, someone has to win a title. Let's move on to my next story. Uh, one guy who has declared and people thought might come back, might not come back. I saw this today. Swaggy Pool has created a Cameo account, Tate. And oh, wow. the the problem here is question. A oh, cameo is the thing where you like tell people like Muggsy Bogues is going to tell you happy birthday. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. Go go. Ahead. I got approached Sorry. to start one. Not to brag. In Virginia. Yeah, but yeah, just all the Virginia people. <laughs> Only like, the bro, Charlottesville area. Like some guy pulls me out of the bar. He's like, "Bro, bro, I got an idea. You got to cut. It's too loud though. I can't talk to you." And he's like, "Come, come with me." And we went like down a back alley. He's like, "Bro, I got this idea. You should start a cameo. You can make a lot of money." I was like, what? <laughs> no. Uh, I feel like DMX's cameo probably makes a lot of money. Yeah. That would hype me up. Dude, d- didn't DMX do the uh, rap, the Christmas rap on, th- isn't that a thing on YouTube? Search YouTube, Kyle. He did a Christmas rap? Pull that shit up, Jamie. Uh, Joe Rogan <laughs> voice. Um, yeah, he did. He, 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 he rapped like Rudolph oh, the Red-Nosed Red Reindeer. Reindeer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew that was right. Okay. So he, he did this Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer rap, but he did it in like the DMX. Yeah. yeah. And it was pretty cool. I could see his, I could see that being his move on cameo. It's like. Yo, can you sing God's Plan? <laughs> or sing, uh, uh, can you sing Achy Breaky Heart as DMX? And then, Give me 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. And he comes back <laughs> all hyped up. You're like, uh, how'd that happen? But Swaggy Pool started a cameo. And if you can hire an agent and come back, you cannot do that. You cannot accept money from cameo, from your likeness and then come back and play college basketball. So uh, he's probably gone. But I think that's hilarious that that's how that was like how he finally declared to the world I'm definitely going pro is the cameo account of all the ways to like like he he officially <laughs> declared for the draft but instead of doing the Kyle guy thing where he's like I'm gonna say it again and let me be clear he's this like time, no I'm gonna make like, some money right in front of y'all that. just so y'all know that I'm real about yes. this Swaggy Pool baby that's why we love him it was perfect congratulations yeah. Swaggy Pool moving on uh, deserves it. Remember, he hit that shot against Houston. He hit the shot against yeah. Houston. Uh, uh, Braz Dacus also declared, and I Michigan fans seem to... I, I will say this. This whole thing of like signing agent, not signing agent, it has really made it very hazy as to mm-hmm. what guys are thinking. So in that sense, I think I think we need to institute the Kyle guy 
Also, there's a little bit of profiling going on where the white guys yeah, exactly. are expected to come back. But we need to institute the Kyle guy precedent. I'm going to declare this. <laughs> like Carolina fans are tweeting, right. Luke May, please come back. He's like, I can't. I, can't. I, can't. I would <laughs> love to. We need to institute the Kyle guy precedent. That's what I'm calling it. Where everybody that declares has to declare twice. So mm-hmm. we know you really mean it. The double because tap. Because it's too conf- Do the double tap. It's too confusing. when Because even Purdue fans are like, Carson Edwards hired an agent. And I, I initially everyone's like, that doesn't mean anything. Remember the new rule. Mm-hmm. And and so the only way we can know for sure is if you, you wait four days and then you're like, bitch, I was serious. I'm going. Because uh, otherwise, or you, you sign up for confusing. Cameo. Yeah, or sign up for Cameo. One of the two. Um, all right, let's take one more break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll wrap this up. There's there's there are a few more notes I have here I want to I want to hit. So let's let's take a break. We're gonna talk bags in the trial. Quick break to talk about Bombas. How often do you think about your socks? If you're like I used to be, not much. But I discovered socks that changed the way I'll think about socks forever. They are called Bombas. I wear them every single day. They sent me a huge shipment. Well, this was about a year and a half ago, Kyle, I'd say. Yeah, Maybe. I'm not, I'm not saying we're due for another shipment. I'm, I'm just saying if they send it, I will, uh, I will wear them. Bombas are the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. They're made from super soft natural cotton, and every pair comes with arch support, a seamless toe, and a cushioned footbed that's comfy, but not too thick. With many colors, patterns, lengths, and styles, Bombas look great in the gym, at the office, and out of town. Bombas are what feet daydream about. Best of all, for every Bombas purchase you make, Bombas donates a pair of socks to someone in need. Buy your Bombas at bombas.com slash shining today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M. BAS.com slash shining for 20% off. Babas.com slash shining. Go get the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. And that's not all, folks. We're brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy, and you only have to go to one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter.com slash OSP. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash OSP. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash OSP. ZipRecruiter.com slash OSP. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Back to the podcast. All right, Tate, uh, we kind of glossed over this. I don't know why. Uh, we were talking about Virginia. I should have brought this up in the Virginia section because this is one of my storylines. This is storyline 6.9 for me. Um, the Hauser brothers transfer from Marquette. Mm. Massive news. Marquette got the uh, the old okey-doke. Marcus Howard, I, I lied. Marcus Howard, we said Cassius Winston and Azabuki are the only two guys that said they're coming back. Marcus Howard said he's coming back. I forgot about him because um, the Hauser brothers kind of stole his thunder. Marcus Howard says he's coming back. Everyone loses their minds. Oh, my God. Marquette. Number four in the BPI last year. Yes. Never forget going into the season. Number ESPN. five in way too early season predictions yes. so far. Yes. Everyone was excited. They're like, if Marcus Howard's back, this team, this team mm-hmm. could make a Final Four. This is this feels like a Final Four team in April. Uh, in, in, in late April, this feels like what might be a, fi- a way too early Final Four pick. And then like two days later, the Hauser brothers are like, nah, we're gone. And then everyone is very quickly off the Marquette bandwagon. People are talking about Wojo getting fired. That's a thing that I'm seeing. Is uh seriously? Yeah, not like he's actually going to get fired, but like people, I don't know. You know, you know how that goes. You can, you can. <laughs> what does it mean when you see? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, seeing this. Yeah. Who knows? Anyone I saw knows. seven yeah, people knows. on Twitter, and yeah, all of them were Wisconsin fans just trying to stir the pot. I don't yes. know, but uh, I did like kind of see enough of it to where I was like, is that really a thing? And I started like looking into it, and I don't know. It's but um, yeah. The the the, the reason it's interesting is the Hauser brothers. Speaking of Wisconsin, they. The, the the prohibitive favorites right now, I don't even know if that's the right <laughs> adjective, prohibitive, um, are, it sounds good. I, I heard someone use it one time, and I just thought I'd try it there. Uh, Wisconsin and Virginia. Those are the two that, and Virginia, by virtue of all these guys declaring early for the draft date, Virginia has two open scholarships. Three open scholarships. Well, three, apparently. yeah. What yeah. I mean, but they, they were not going to if, like, Yes. If Kyle Guy came back. That's why Kyle Guy <laughs> had to say it one more time. Tony's like, go yes. out there so say the Hauser brothers can see this. They're at Wisconsin visiting today. They yes. didn't know they can play here. Yes, please. So they're visiting Wisconsin first, and then they're visiting Virginia. I always like the school they visit They visit last. 
Oh, that's interesting. You 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 prefer so hold on. If you're coaching, here's my question to you. You're the coach of North Carolina. You've you've taken over for Roy Williams. You're the new head coach. Congratulations. Um I'll be fired in two years. If you're scheduling recruiting visits, are you purposely then trying to get the last recruiting visit? Absolutely. That's your move? Yeah. That's what you're doing? It's like if you're uh you watch The Bachelor, right? You get the if you're the last if, person to go to the suite, right? That means you oh. that means you won. Or maybe you lost. You want to be the first one, though. Some people would say be first. I think my move is like, I have the recruit on campus first. I kidnap him. I tie him up against a chair, and I'm like, commit to me, bitch. I think it's one of those things where I would have the confidence to think the other two people couldn't handle it, like couldn't mm. lay the business down. So I'm just like, Because if, they, if, yeah, if you heads. visited and didn't commit, then obviously yeah, I got this. Yeah, then bag. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a finishing move. That's interesting. The Hauser brothers, they both have to sit out, though. Uh, so even if they do go to Virginia, Virginia is not going to be that great next year. Probably they'll be okay though. Like a lot of the Virginia fans are at. That was another thing they're asking me. Like, what do you think about next year if all the guys leave? It's like you won the national title. Who gives a shit? You could lose every game yeah. for like five years, and does it even matter? You won the national title. They'll be okay. They'll make the tournament. They have the the pack line defense will win you a lot of ball games. That's how that's that's the beauty of Tony Bennett. But you're not going to win the national title again. And that's we should okay. also point out both those brothers, the Hauser brothers, Sam and Joey. They both shoot over forty percent from three. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. I don't like that. That's my that's my new thing. I'm gonna make that the thing in 2019. 20. You don't like people that shoot over 40 percent from three. No, that's my thing. Is if you're shooting over 40 percent, you should keep shooting until you get back down to 40 mm. percent. They're not shooting enough. They are costing their team. They are so efficient as three point shooters that you're. So costing you're your saying team. that the Hauser brothers didn't go back to Marquette because Marcus Howard decided to go back to Marquette and he's going to take shots away from the Hauser brothers. Yes, and they want to shoot more because they're looking around. They're like, "Whoa, Joe." We listen to OSP. Titus says you have to shoot 40%. If you're shooting better than 40%, you're not shooting enough. I We need more shots. And he's like, I got bad news, guys. Marcus Howard's back. And I got worse news, guys. I'm fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so th- that's the big transfer, though. That's the big uh, transfer story is those guys, a tandem um, on the market. They, they both have to sit out, though. So I guess, like, we kind of care. But at the same time, in this graduate transfer world, and the not only the graduate transfer, but the waiver transfers, like, guys can always... The NCAA has gotten pretty lax on, like, you can get a waiver for anything. Uh, so now the only transfers that make waves are guys that are playing immediately. So, I mean, everyone cared when they announced it, but then I'm sure when they announce where they're going, everyone's going to, I don't know. By the time they actually see the court for their new team, people will be like, oh, shit, I forgot. That's right. Let's be Those honest. The people in Wisconsin will be excited. Yeah, yeah. They'll be excited. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, next one I have. This is number eight, I guess, on my headline of the year. Jerry Stackhouse <laughs> to Vanderbilt. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is something I'm really happy. We about. We glossed over. We talked about it slightly. We just mentioned we it yeah. in passing. But Jerry Stackhouse yeah. goes there and he and he does the full on onslaught of like, I'm gonna play with pace. I'm gonna get these guys going, and then I'm make shots. I'm gonna make shots, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna have this thing, and I'm gonna build a culture. And so I'm watching Jerry Stackhouse's press conference, and I'm saying to myself, This is unbelievable. This is awesome. Like I'm buying into the system. Mm-hmm. And then I started watching more of the introductory press conferences. And I don't know who the speechwriter is for all these coaches. Michael Lombardi. Michael Lombardi. Yeah. Uh, it is culture. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them says culture. Literally every single one. And so much so they made a video online on the the Twitter sphere that is every single new coach saying, we're going to build a culture. We're going to build a culture. I say culture a lot when I'm talking about programs. Yeah, I've, I've been bit by this bug as well. So uh, make fun of me. Go ahead. Continue. But I'm just saying, <laughs> every single person says culture and wants to build yeah. a culture. Mick Cronin said, I'm going to build a culture at UCLA. Some guy in the front row spit out his drink. What if, uh, yeah, what if, uh, yeah, that's the new thing with the coaches is like I, every other coach is building culture. We're tra- we're going to zig while they zag, and yeah. we're going to not build culture. And that's that's what he says at his inter- introductory press conference. We're going to uh, try to not have any culture whatsoever. Isn't it hilarious, like connotations in the world that like culture can mean something in a coach, you know, in their mm-hmm. in Mick Cronin's mind, culture means this, and in the Migos' it means, mind, it means this. Yes. And Migos' mind you know what I mean? one like, thing. There is, Mick Cronin hears culture, and he thinks of John Wooden teaching Bill yes. Walton how to put on socks. Not Quavo yeah. in practice, yeah. you know, <laughs> playing with the kids. Yes. Yes. That's hilarious. He's going to be very confused. He's like, I wanted to build a winning culture, <laughs> not a Migos culture. <laughs> Maybe that was the pitch to Coach K, and that's why that's why Coach K's lost his way at Duke. Because, like, Jeff Cable came back. He's like, Coach, I think we got to get the culture going. And K was like, yes, I, I, I like that. <laughs> Get the culture. And he culture, was thinking, yes. yes, like John Wooden teaching socks. Let's get back to it. Pyramid of success. I love it, Jeff. Go get the culture back. I give I give you full authority to bring the culture to Duke. And then he, he looked at his recruits and he was like, what the fuck just happened? We got all the Who is stars? Jay-Z? Yeah. Yeah. Who is little Uzi Vert? Why are they coming? 
<laughs> is this guy a five star? <laughs> no, but he makes good singles. Uh, yeah, the the and also so Jerry Stack back to Jerry Stackhouse. Mm-hmm. The Tennessee, Memphis, Vanderbilt, the, the triangle there, the, the Tennessee uh, triangle. Yeah, the bag dropping triangle between those three schools mm-hmm. that's going on. Rick Barnes doesn't know anything about it. Penny is out there, Precious Achua, a son or uh, not son, a uh, brother of God's Gift Achua, one of the best players we saw at St. John's back in the day. Precious is a five star small forward. Everyone thought that Precious was going to be the new Nazir Little, going to go to Carolina. And that was and the then, road around town. And then come off the bench as the eighth man. And then, exactly. Yeah. And then Penny Hardaway said, What? Huh? <laughs> Dropped a bag. And now Precious Chua is going to go to Memphis with oh, James Wiseman. Uh, so those two guys are going to be at Memphis. Stackhouse is now getting in the game with these grad transfers. And then obviously so, Tennessee is trying to replace guys. Grant Admiral. Do you think do you think this said the fact that Penny Tennessee's a fun basketball state. Do you think Rick Barnes is flustered because this is this kind of ties in with I had this written down as one of my little stories, but it's not really a story. I should, we should have talked about it with Cronin. Uh that Rick Barnes flirted with UCLA. Mm-hmm. We know this. Uh he he interviewed thought people thought he might take the job. Then he decides to come back to Tennessee and all the Tennessee and he gets a huge raise at Tennessee. He's now one of the highest paid coaches in college basketball. Um, and even the Tennessee fans are like, that's okay, get paid, coach. We get it. You just kind of were using yeah, it as leverage, whatever. Yeah. And instead of just keeping his mouth shut, Rick Barnes in a press conference basically said, the reason I didn't go to UCLA is because UCLA couldn't afford my buyout, which is completely unnecessary to say. He did, you didn't have to say that. Um, but you're insinuating that I wish I could have gone to UCLA. They just couldn't afford my buyout. And I wonder, is, is the Jerry Stackhouse, Penny Hardaway tandem just fucking with Rick's head, where he, he just feels like he's got to start talking about money. And he's just like, yeah, I got a huge raise. They couldn't afford my buyout. And he's trying to stun on dudes. And Rick, no, don't do that. That's not you. That's not your game. That's not your culture. Let's That's be not honest. your culture, Rick. <laughs> Penny's in the back of that press conference wearing Gucci slides and a velour suit. And he's just staring at Rick Barnes like, can't wait. <laughs> Cannot wait. That was... Uh, that was one of the weirdest misfires, though, uh, f- to have Rick Barnes. Because, like, Rick Barnes, is a, he seems smarter than that. I know, like, people make Rick Barnes jokes and he chokes in the tournament all the time. Whatever, whatever. I mean, smarter in the sense of, like, he's got the all shucks. He knows how to work the media. He's got, he's been doing this forever. It feels really strange that he would let that slip. That he was like, yeah, he basically was like, I really, really wanted to go to UCLA. We just couldn't work out the buyout. It feels like a, a yeah. I mean, we didn't see a cause for concern. Yeah. Rick, what are you doing? What are you doing, Rick? He's he probably just want to go to UCLA. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> man, I wish I could. Just being honest, you, yeah, you do the move honest. where you're like, okay, so how come when I get in front of the media and I've I been don't listening say, to this artist Future a lot lately, and he said to be honest, yeah. and honestly, I wish I would have gone to UCLA. You know, uh, but you they know, couldn't afford my buyout. I love when guys do this, like play, basketball players will do this, or, or fans will, whatever. Where uh, you, you do the move where you're like. You guys get mad when I don't say anything and I give you canned answers. And then when I'm honest, you get mad. Which one is it? Pick a side. You do, you do that move. Yeah. Um, and then everyone's like, well, just, just, just don't be, just yeah, don't you're be a being dick. a jerk on both sides. <laughs> Next just question. Pick, pick the middle ground where you're not a dick. It's, it's really that easy. That's really all you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> it works. Next question. Oh, uh, shit. Where are we? We're, we have, what do we have? Like two more to go or something? Yeah. Can I do one more just quickly? You do one more. I'll do one more. We'll wrap we'll, it up. And we'll wrap it we'll up. We'll get the yes. hell out of here. And we'll get out of here. Perfect. Uh, Eric Musselman, the revival of Arkansas basketball. Mm hmm. It's happening. The must must is is all over the place. Yeah, he was at practice the other day. I didn't even know that. I don't know what the rules are, but I didn't know you could practice at this point. But it looked like he had the whole team there, or at least the team that's going to be playing for Arkansas right, next what, season. What if you're narking on most of them right now? <laughs> <laughs> I might be. I don't know. But I saw Ronnie Brewer was there. Sidney Moncrief was there, and they're just playing pickup with must bus and all the rest of the Arkansas. Must is playing? Team. Yeah. No. Well, he's oh. in his. He's <laughs> in his. I mean, probably could. Man, be like Mike something. Malone in practice, like going he, he at does, going at Jamal Murray. Muss is like shirts and skins. It's like we don't need that coach. We have reversible jerseys. He's just ripping his shirt off. He's like, I'm on skins. <laughs> just whipping around his head. Everyone's arguing who's got to play with coach. So just rock paper scissors. Like you got to be on coach's team, man. And he's crazy as hell. You better watch out. But anyways, Arkansas. I mean, Mike Anderson. I'm happy that he got the St. John's job. I'm glad he found his footing because Arkansas is going to be fun. Talk about the 40 minutes of hell. I think Eric Musselman is going to bring the pace and he's going to bring a culture He's going to bring the 12 minutes of hell where, yeah. where the first 28 minutes they get down by 16 and then the 12 minutes. If that, that's the pattern that he showed in Nevada. Um, 28 yeah. minutes of can we score, 12 minutes yeah, of a, holy a, shit, shit, what's going on yeah. here? This is great. Yeah. Yeah. Eric Musselman. Uh, the sandbagger. I think I think Musselman wanted to stay on the West Coast. That's what we kept hearing. Our sources were telling us he wanted to stay on the West Coast. I think Arkansas is a good fit though. That's a good compromise for... It's still west of the Mississippi, right? Little Rock? Technically? Uh, technically, yeah. Yeah, so West, West Coast, baby. Counts as West. West Coast basketball's <laughs> back. 
Congrats. Is it west of the Mississippi? I don't know, man. Geography is not my major. It is west of the Mississippi. It is. It yeah, is west right? of the Mississippi. You're getting my head. Of now. course. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, of course. Yeah, it's yeah. above Louisiana, and then it comes down. Yeah. That's the border between yeah, our... Uh, exactly. Memphis is on the Mississippi. Yeah. It's west of yeah, the Mississippi. It's west of the Mississippi. <laughs> and then Arkansas is west of the Mississippi. Yeah, of course. Can I tell you a funny um, story about the one time I went to Arkansas? Please. The one time I went to Arkansas, I was on a bus going 23 hours on a mission trip to Anadarko, Oklahoma. We stopped to go see a movie in Little Rock, Arkansas. It was mm-hmm. a Friday night. It's a bus of us. I'm in seventh grade. I don't want to be there, but it's fine. I get off the bus. I walk in the movie theater. It's Friday night. I think people are going to get dressed up, you know? Mm-hmm. Something you'd expect. First guy I see, cowboy hat, standard. Collared shirt, polo, standard. Sleeves cut off. Mm. Ooh, okay. And I'm thinking, this one guy's crazy. That and man's then it name? was everybody going into the movie theater to go see grown-ups. That man's name? Bill Clinton. <laughs> Governor Clinton. I learned a lot back. about Arkansas. Everyone was very nice, but man, that was, I did not know that was a fashion trend until I went to Little Rock. I stopped in Little Rock and uh, with my parents, we were driving to, uh, way back in the day, we were playing in Dallas, a tournament in Dallas, and we went through Little Rock for some reason. I guess it was probably on the way. That would make the most sense. Um, <laughs> it's right when you get past Mississippi. We went to, uh, we went to like the, this is the most, this is the most tightest family thing of all time. We, uh, we, we had to stop anyway in Little Rock. We were like spending the night in Little Rock on the mm-hmm. way. And uh, so if you can do one thing in Little Rock, what does the Titus family do? Go they, to the movies. They look up what is like the flagship Walmart in Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. We went there. <laughs> Just to take a look around. Like I mean, the Walmart. Well, yeah, yeah. Like the first Walmart, or like the flagship Walmart. And it was like, oh, we did it. So I've been to the flagship Walmart. I've also been to the flagship KFC. <laughs> yeah. My mom has been to the flagship KFC. Still talks about the story. But it was a big it's thing. A, it's yeah. a tightest move. So yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, must bus is back in Fayetteville. Good g- good times in Fayetteville. Um, <laughs> the must bus. It's back. Speak, speaking of Nevada, do you see seven guys? Some of them have backed out now, but... When Offer got hired in Nevada, seven different Nevada players entered the transfer por- portal, which is hilarious, by the way. We haven't really talked about the the concept of the transfer portal. Every time I see those words together, I do kind of smile. It's 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 such an absurd thing to call it the transfer portal. I don't know. I don't know what else you call it because it, it does make sense because guys can put their names in the transfer portal and then they pull their names out because that's what's happened. Uh, a few of the Nevada I guys. I wish it was a legitimate out, portal. But, yeah. That'd be a cool. porthole, yeah, <laughs> an H O L E instead yes. of a portal. Yes, yes. yeah, that's in, that's going to be in Space Jam too. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but seven, I thought that was hilarious because it was a like Nevada is a program that was built on all these transfers. And then as soon as like Alfred gets the job, they all transfer again. But some of them are coming back anyway. Um, yeah. Now, speaking of transfers, though, do, do we have an update on Kerry Blackshear, Virginia Tech? Buzz Williams leaves for Texas A and M. Kerry Blackshear is in the transfer portal. Yes. Uh, and he's meeting with Calipari. All signs are pointing at Kentucky. Do we have a final word on this? I don't know, but he is number he hasn't, one hasn't on said. the list of top transfers that are available. Right. And it, I think it looks like, based on what I'm seeing right here, again, just seeing this. What's the crystal ball say? Crystal ball is saying that he's going to go to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be Reed Travis 2.0, but better. Kentucky, uh, Nick Richards declared, didn't he? Yes, he said he was very excited. He's like, I can't believe Reed I did Travis it. Reed Travis graduated. P.J. Washington declared. Yes. Tyler Hero declared. Yes. Uh, did Higgins declare? No. No. Keldon Johnson declared. Yes. Um, Keldon, though, gave a caveat, like, I may come back. Oh, really? So. He didn't double tap. He did not double tap. It was okay. a it was a single pew. All right. Uh, what else we got before we go? Let's do the trial. Okay. Let's, can that be the let, last let, thing let that we talk about? Make that the last thing. What is the trial? I haven't even been, uh, I'll be honest with you. I've been waiting for, for the trial to come to me. I was not going to seek it out. Mm-hmm. I thought if this trial is the trial that they say it is, if, if you are the man that you say you are, you'll come to me. Uh, and the, he did. And his name is Mark Schleybach. And on April 19th, he wrote this headline. What to watch as NCAA hoop scandal goes back to the courtroom. One of the defense attorneys involved promised to pull back the curtains Ooh. on the sports ugly underworld. Underbelly. That's what you got to use. You got to use underbelly, Mark. Come on. <clears throat> World. Underbelly. Uh, he said it was Earth no, Day. He's going underworld. But underworld. this is the point that uh, I've been waiting for the bombshell to come to me because I'm not seeking this shit out. And um, what, what, what's happened? Has anything happened yet? What has happened is that Sean Miller and Will Wade don't do have not to have to testify. <laughs> they do not have to release the tapes. And I think I think once I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm out on this trial then. Exactly. Yeah. And that's pretty much. And Will it. Wade got reinstated. We didn't even talk about that. Congrats, Coach Wade. You were a bad guy. Release the, year. the tapes or reinstate. 
Not fall no guy tapes of the year. Were Almost fall guy of the year, but just bad guy of the bad year. Bad guy of the year is back. Those are our two bad guys, right? Sean Miller won bad guy of the year in uh, 2018. No, Capel won. But it should have been. It should have been Sean. It should have been. I mean, yeah. that was sort the of Academy, a nice the Academy Zion. Because we, uh, you know, we knew Zion would be what he was, so yeah. it worked out in the end. So what's what's the takeaway from the trial? Is there is there literally one bullet point that is interesting that people are like, okay, that happened? Is there anything? I mean, they're basically just a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, it's, just a bu- a bunch it's of the like, same thing. We're talking about Book Richardson, Tony Bland. Mm-hmm. I mean, the same guys and the same yeah. felony counts and the same, same, same thing. That's it. That's all it is. All right. Well, we'll uh, maybe there'll be something between now and next week. Let's just hope the FBI finally steps it up. I mean, yeah. release the tapes, start arresting people, like just do something. We've been saying this yeah, for two years. Do dude. something. It's not going to happen. I mean, I need to see Sean Miller get like. Like the whole SWAT team comes into his office. Yes, and he is already profusely sweating. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what we need. Yes, um, we will be back next week. The off season is so fun. I mean, this the is, off season this is, is fun. Just, we're gonna we're gonna we start doing no draft pressure. stuff though. We're gonna we're gonna start can, doing draft. Can we stuff quickly and, uh, welcome Kyle back? Kyle's here today. Yeah, Kyle is back. Kyle, we Thanks, missed guys. you. It felt, it felt like so long, dude. Every time you guys were doing a pod, it's like Bill or Rosillo, Spidey sense with Tingle, and it's like we got to do a pod right now. So it's it's good to be back. When are we gonna get Rosillo on the pod? That's yeah, Rosillo's gonna come you. on the pod to do drafts talk. We got to talk NFL about the draft, draft stuff. Nice. Yeah, it, yeah, NFL draft stuff. Oh, that's perfect. We should. Yeah. I think I think Bill would actually approve of that for me to do that. <laughs> yeah. He wants me to have an NFL podcast so bad he doesn't know what to do. It's like, we why are, don't you just talk to Kyle? Kyle play football. <laughs> <laughs> Class B, dude. Class B. Hey, that's what I was saying. I was like, I was like, I'll talk to Kyle. Oh, right, yeah. Probably not about football. Um, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do some draft stuff. Talk about the guys that we. There's basically like four guys that I like in this draft, and then I don't know. What, but, Zion, but we gotta wait. Zion, when, Zion, Zion. when when it becomes clear who's staying in the draft and who's not staying in the draft, we'll take it more seriously. But like we've been saying, we don't know who's actually staying in, who's coming out, who's coming, who's going, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, the, the off season basketball never stops. State. College basketball never stops. We should we should watch the playoffs too. Let's talk about the playoffs a little bit. Quickly, I will yeah. say this: the NBA, NBA draft early entry entrant. Jesus Christ! Withdrawal deadline is five p.m. Eastern, June tenth. Oh, that that late? Yeah, it's June tenth. And then the NBA draft is June twentieth. Oh, jeez. So you have ten days. So you, have 10, you have ten days to to get out your mind. Could you drafts. imagine running a draft room and just having ten days to figure out who's actually going to be? We got to get KOC. We got to get KOC on too to talk about the guy. Remember when he shit on Marvin Bagley all last draft? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, interesting. Should we ambush him again? Yeah, we should ambush him, him again. Yeah, we got to figure out. Him. We got to yeah. figure out what player he hates. But the problem is, is, like, I probably hate the same player. Like, there, I don't think this draft's that good. But um, maybe there's someone that I like that he hates, and and we'll make fun of him. Or we could do the opposite. Maybe there's someone he really likes that actually sucks. We'll be like KOC. We should just ambush him. But KOC. I think he really likes Jared Colbert. KOC. But we really like Jared this is Colbert. career suicide. Do not believe in. R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it, KOC. Uh, all right, we'll be back next week. We're doing every Tuesday. Uh, the, the show never stops. Once a week. It keeps going. Um, we, we, we got Summer League then. coming up. We got a lot of stuff to actually talk about. This was more of a ho-hum, throw it all together, uh, all the off-season stuff that's happened so far. Let's, and we'll, let's be honest. This was, we were on vacation last week. <laughs> yeah. And, and we're living. But we are back. We are officially back. Uh, we will be back every single week. Thank you for listening. Stick with us in the off season. That's when things get weird. That's when uh, I start questioning whether or not I'm dumb, and um, things oh, just yeah. get weird. We we start having some weird guests on. We're gonna. Uh, I'm, I'm out here all summer, Tate. So yeah. we're gonna. We're There's gonna a rumor that Nelly Furtado may mm-hmm. come on the podcast. So we're still waiting to see. <laughs> we're gonna see what happens with all that. Uh, stick with us. You probably won't regret it. You might. I'm not making any promises, but we'll be back next week. See you guys.